Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you, thank you. It seems to me that she, every year, this is the song that she sings for me. And it seems that every year it gets better. Today she sounded far more better, didn't she? Let's give her a hand. Amen. Amen. It's nice to be back 
amongst the living. Uh, many were sick, and uh, most of us are here, including me. Thank you for praying for me, and I appreciate all the prayers uh, that this church, our church, we are a prayer, prayerful church. We always pray, and God answers the prayers. And the fact that he answers prayers is here, and we are all here. We still have some who are not yet as healthy, but we'll see them next week with us, hopefully. Uh, sooner than that, maybe Wednesday. Happy New Year. Year. We survived. On this second day, I go to them immediately, Tower. On this second day of the new year, we stand looking at the road ahead. And we cannot see far, can we? At best, the present is all we have. And beyond today, it's in his hands. Let's face it. Thank God we have his word. If you believe, and I know you believe in his word, we have his word, which is a light to our feet and a guide to us. And it's, in my opinion, sufficient, and it's a strength in these days of answer uncertainty. It is a substitute to a road map, as we say, or a GPS for the future. Everybody likes to have this crystal ball and say, what's going to happen next week? What's going to happen next month? And uh, we, uh, we try to uh, uh, come up with solutions, whether it's politically, whether it's for family, whether it's for jobs. And, you know, these are days uh, that are not certain at all, and we cannot say anything. And discernment escapes us because we have turns in this life. We have stops. We have difficulties. And... Uh, uh, we have good times ahead, too. But we are blessed to have a guide. And the guide is the word of God. That leads us toward our final destination. We can assuredly say, I repeat that also every year, thus far the Lord has helped us. Can we say that? Thus far the Lord has helped us. Tomorrow is not ours. The future is not guaranteed for, to any one of us. But we know one thing, what guarantees is God is with us. The only guarantee that we have. And I wish Mike was here, but I know he was, he's listening. And the Lord picked for us today these two verses from uh, Proverbs. Chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And these are favorites for Mike. And Mike, if you're listening, these are yours. And the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path, or he shall make your path straight, depending 
on the translation you have. While we make promises and we make New Year resolutions, and as we heard at the breaking of bread, sooner or later we break them. Even when we decide to go to the gym every other day. And you know what? After two weeks, bye-bye gym. We go back. And we can, we, as, you, as you see nowadays, there are so many of these, these companies, the diet companies, the Weight Watchers, the Jenny Craig, the Nutrition System, they are bombarding us with their, with their uh, uh, dieting and discounts and so on. Why? After the holidays, because we have broken every other resolution with regards to food. Uh. We are heavier today than last year, aren't we? Anyway, these resolutions are soon to be broken, as we know. And I don't want to sound, mon to sound monotonous. But there's resolutions made in heaven for us that we cannot break if we follow them. And when God prom or promises, and we heard Bill talking about them this morning at the breaking of bread. But the promises that God promised the children, his children, are there not to be broken. And when I read these verses for you, I noticed very well three things. You can, you can study them and come up with something more. But three things I came up with so to, within the time allotted for me this morning. The very first one, I found out that acknowledge him, it says, in all your ways. Acknowledge God in all your ways. According to Webster, dictionary, acknowledge is to own or avow or admit it to be true. In the police language, it says, I copy that, right? Don't you hear that? Or Roger. Can we say when we hear, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways? Roger. I copy that. Yes, sir. And this is a promise. A resolution from heaven to you and for me. To acknowledge God. In the book of Joshua chapter 3 and verse 4. When Joshua took the leadership from Moses. And when he wanted to lead two million people and more. To the promised land that God gave to his people. God gave it to his people. That is Israel. It has been given by God since the early, early, early days of Abraham. And don't you ever forget that when it was given, it was given for good and forever. Whatever happens in the political arena today is nonsense. This land stays for the promised people, Israel. I'm not being political. This is what the Bible teaches. And this stays as is because God's promises are promises forever. And he told them. And Joshua stood before them. He said, in, this, in, in verse 4, look what he said. You people hear me. You have not passed 
this way before. This is a new territory for you. You're going to cross the Jordan. And you're going to go to a land to possess it. But you don't know anything except that God promised you. And who led them then? If you study the word there, you can see that God led them through the Jordan River and led them there, fought with them, and they occupied the land. They didn't know much about it. They knew some, some news about it. And how thankful should we be that we don't know the future? We do not. If we knew the future, I tell you one thing, it'll be a miserable life. But we have a God who cuts the road straight and keeps us in his hand. He takes everything from the road that stumbles us. He paves it and says, people, continue. The psalmist of old admits it in Psalms 48, 14. And he says, for this God, your God, our God, is our God forever. He will guide us even until death. So don't ask who's going to guide me. <coughs> Excuse me. Who is going to be with me? I don't know what I have tomorrow. I don't know about my job in the future. I hear rumors. I hear things happening. I don't know about my future with the family. I have, you, we have so many things to think of. Don't think of that. Think that God is paving the way before you. And as he promised, Moses in the past, my face will go before you, so his face will be going before us. Just acknowledge him in all your ways. In other words, have him to be a partner with you all the time. Take him everywhere you go. And God forbid, one day you reach a certain place where you say, Lord, I know you're not going to go be with me to this one, but I have to go explore something and come back. Don't you ever do that. I wouldn't dare go without God for only a fraction of a second because I might fall dead. Remember that. If you have strength to go in this world, on this wonderful journey that you have, if you have strength, it's because God is leading you. He shall direct your path. Just acknowledge him in everything. So many people discount God in many, in many ways. Though we have not been on this road, 2016 is unknown to you and me. We can keep going because God has prepared the way. Can you say that? Do you have faith in that? He is prepared. We might not see what's around the corner. No. But the chief engineer 
has paid every mile of this way without you knowing. And we shouldn't be moving without him even with an inch. A most important lesson on this road, and please listen to this, is what someone said. If you would have God's guidance, you must listen as well as talk to the guide. God told Joshua, by this you shall know that I am with you. And he said, he sent the ark before them. He said, keep your eyes on the ark. And as wherever the ark goes, you follow him. And we have Jesus to go before us. Let us keep our eyes on Jesus. This is how we acknowledge him. Let us keep our eyes on him. Don't say one day, well, hey, I can go, I can go on this little road alone by myself. I don't need to disturb him. No, please disturb him. And don't go without him. Don't take an exit without him. Don't do a job without him. Don't go anywhere without him. And that's the way we acknowledge him in all our ways. The road ahead is not easy. The road ahead is difficult. But God can guide us. In fact, he would like to become personally involved in every detail of your life. That's when you acknowledge him. Involve yourself with every detail, Lord, with me. And listen to the word, what he says. And that's an encouragement for you and for me. In Psalms 32, verse 8, I will instruct you, that's God talking, and teach you in the way you should go. And I will guide you with my eye and it will be upon you. Is that a promise? How about that for a resolution? To follow. So if we have God's guidance, and we're obeying him and acknowledge him in our ways, we must say attention That's to what he says. We must be all ears to what he says. With a faith that is expectant and not in special moments only. I'm asking, I'm asking, the, the word of God says, acknowledge him in all your ways, not in some of your ways. Not when you are in difficulties. Acknowledge him at all times, in all your ways. In times like we are going through. Evil is around us to hinder your work. To hinder your life. To disturb your family. To give you, to bring in news that will completely upset you. And if we don't keep close contact with him, and we don't keep close walking with him, we will be completely disturbed. We need to be walking with him in all seasons. In every month, every week, every day, every moment of the day. And give him the preeminence. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Obey him and do his will and on him. And you know what 
what uh, Webster says. At the end, after, after he gives about four, four lines of what acknowledgement is, he says, as the Bible says, acknowledge him in all your ways. <laughs> Webster <laughs> ran out of words and explanation. says, as it says, acknowledge him in all your ways. So as it says, can we acknowledge him in our way, all our ways? Another one, another promise, another resolution from heaven. Trust him. Number two, trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. The problem with us Christians, me included, is we run to God and trust him in the hour of special needs. And when there is no one else to trust, then we say, ha-ha, we have God to trust. Last resort? Is he the last resort or the first resort? What do you think he should be? Or we trust him when we face a difficulty. On, or when we feel up to it. Or if God forbid we face an earthquake today, I tell you one thing, this church will be more than full. Or floods, or any other kind of catastrophe. People run to God in that. But how about trusting him in our daily routine? How about trusting him in, at work when you go, when doing ordinary things? But how about just trusting him as a way of life? How about trusting him now for tomorrows? Forget your resolutions. Take his promises. Just follow the word of God. Trust in the Lord. It says, and do good, dwell in the land, and cultivate faithfulness. A man asks his friend, how can you look so pleasant tonight? You have had a score of interruption this afternoon. They're both peers at work. Your plans were not accomplished. You were disrupted completely, and you're running behind. The friend answered, that is all right. Every morning, I give my day to Christ. I take what he sends. These interruptions came in the way of duty. Why should I complain about the service he has appointed? I only trust him. Oh, for a blind trust in Jesus Christ. You know, we, we put our trust in our cars more than anything else. Say, well, in half an hour, I'm going to be at work. And you trust the car. Is Jesus Christ more trustworthy than the car? D.L. Moody said the following about trusting God. Trust in yourself, and you are doomed to disappointment. Trust in your friends, and they will die and leave you. Trust in money, and you may have it taken from you one day. Trust in reputation, and some slanderous tongue may blast it. But trust in God, 
and you are never to be confounded in time nor eternity. You know when we trust him, he starts working. He says, test me. If I'm trustworthy, he can do the impossible in our eyes and for our own good. Acknowledge him, please. Have him be your friend. Let him interfere in your inner plans and then trust him. My last word, don't ever depend on yourself. Don't ever depend on yourself. The Bible says, and do not trust your own understanding. Did you ever meet those people who say, I know it all? How horrible to talk to someone every time you open a subject, I know it. I've been there, done that. As we start this new year, church, there'll be mountains and valleys. You agree with that? If you look back, we know. There'll be good days and bad days. There'll be joys and sorrows. But as long as we depend on him, not on ourselves, we will make it through. Just look back at the year that passed. We have had so many difficulties. We have had triumphs too. But in every way, we have trusted him. And guess what? And he will make it to pass. He'll carry us this the word. Don't forget it. Through. He will carry us through. Through water or through fire. We have a God who created them both. And he will carry us through on his eternal wings. The psalmist knew better when he wrote. Lean not on your own understanding. Meaning don't trust yourself. For life without God's guidance is an absolute disaster. And really, I question sometimes, how can people live without God and his guidance? And the word, I did it my way. Who remembers the song, I did it my way? I don't know how to sing it, but you know, Frank, I, I did it my way. Where is this man who did it his way? What did he leave for the world? For the world. There are so many people, they think they are doing it their way. And you know what? They have to succumb to death and die without any results in their lives. We really cannot make it without him, period. So please, don't depend on yourself. Depend on God's guidance. Don't let self stand in your way. And say, Lord, may it be your will, not mine. This is our great, great Redeemer who said, it's not my will, but yours, Father. And he has set this example for you and for me, not my will. Do not depend on your own understanding. You have many people working for big companies. Don't take 
Don't take a step without going to the Lord to direct you and help you. And do not depend on your own wisdom because the wisdom of man is foolishness in the eyes of God. Depend on God's guidance all the time, every time. Bob Zapke, a famous football coach, once asked the question, what makes a man fight? He answered his own question by saying this. He says there are two forces are at war in every person. Self and a goal. An overdose of self-love makes bums out of men who ought to be champions. Forgetfulness of self. Complete absorption in the goal often makes champions out of bums. And that says, I say, complete dependence on God makes champion of every believer living today. Now, how about this coming year? We know to acknowledge God, to trust him. We know we need to forget about ourselves. Now, how about, how about tomorrow? There'll be challenges, I promise you that. Satan never quits. Did you ever read in the Bible or anywhere that Satan went on vacation? True. He will never quit. But neither you or I were going to give him away. Let's stand firm on that. Don't give the devil away. An opening. We depend on a savior who never disappoints. Who's greater than the devil who's against us all. He's greater than our circumstances. I have a big thing tomorrow to look at. That's a big mountain. He is greater than these mountains. He is greater than these valleys. As we stand here, we know nothing about tomorrow. But we know tomorrow is in his hands. You better be on his side. We better be in God's hands because he can take us through it. We know nothing about the mountains, how big, how high, or the hills, or the valleys ahead. But we know our God can move mountains. He is specialized in opening tunnels. He can solve situations. Just remember when he looked at Sarah, and Sarah is about 90 years old, and he promised her a son. She was laughing in the tent inside. You know the story. And what was God there? What was his words to her? Sarah, is there anything impossible for God? You answer that. You answer that. There is nothing impossible for our God. 
He can do things none other can do. I read a story about a seasoned Christian man who's not very much, tells me that he is so much educated, but he reviewed his life and wrote a little poem. It's not one of the poems that will uh, uh, put you into a fantasy and say, oh, I wish I could. That's, that's something. I want to read it to you at the end of this meeting. And it touched my heart. And I hope it touches yours. And after thoroughly evaluating himself, he took his pen. And he didn't leave his name. So he took his pen and said, Lord, I have never moved a mountain. And I guess I never will. All the faith that I could muster would not move a small ant hill. Yet, I will tell you, Lord, I'm grateful for the joy of knowing thee and for all the mountain moving down through life you have done for me. How about that? When I need some help, you lifted me from the depths of great despair. And when burdens, pains, and sorrow have been more than I could bear, you have always been my courage to restore life's troubled sea and to move these little mountains that have looked so big to me. Many times when I have had problems, and when bills I had to pay, yes, 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 and the worries and the heartaches just kept mounting every day. Lord, I do not know how you did it. I cannot explain the where's or why's. All I know is that I've seen these mountains turn to blessings in disguise. No, I have never moved a mountain. For my faith is far too small. Yet, yet, I thank you, Lord. Lord of heaven, you have always heard my call. And as long as there are mountains in my life, I will have no fear. For the mountain moving Jesus is my strength and always near. Trust in the Lord. In all your heart, do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. This is the message of the new year, and he shall direct your paths. What's your plan for this year? Let's give, give, me, give you one sentence. If God makes your plan, if God makes your program, he will carry it through. Amen? This bar heads. We can't add to this, Lord, except help us to keep you in our lives every minute, every second, to trust you and obey you, and not to depend on ourselves. Help us to take this as a little promise from you and a little commitment from us to commit ourselves to these words, to your care, 
as we sang this morning, if your eye is on this peril, your eye is on us. He'll never forget us. He'll never leave us. You care for us. Casting our cares all upon you, all our future, everything we can think of, because you care for us and you're interested in our lives. Bless this congregation, and we remember those who couldn't make it. Heal them, make them healthy, bring them back to us safely. Dismiss us, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. God bless you. Let's go this year obeying God, doing his will, and come back tomorrow and pray and enjoy the Bible study for the ladies and start anew. We have taken enough vacations, willingly or unwillingly. Let's go back to work. God bless you.